Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. This is a podcast where we watch an episode of Parks and Recreation, and then we talk about it. And I am Jason, and I'm joined all the way across town by the power of the internet by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Oh, hey, how's it going? It is going so well. Uh, we are back into the normal weather of the Pacific Northwest, and I, uh, every day, am looking for dry socks because it rains so much. And I love it. We were oh, just talking cool. about uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild off, mm -hmm. off air, as it were. Mm -hmm. And now I just I feel like you're just hunting around like Linwood and Edmonds. Like there's just drop zones of, of dry socks. Yes. But you mean well, your house, like in your drawer. I'm, yeah. I mean, there's I, I, I'm like a squirrel with socks. Like I, I put them places. <laughs> just hide them all over. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. Like I, I do have a pair of socks in my car. In the event that I, uh, my feet get really wet and I'm, I don't like that feeling. So, yeah. Socks are for you what gold is to Ron. Exactly. I don't know how many socks I have. I know how many pounds of socks I have. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And uh, listen, well, if you have well, not played Breath of the Wild, you should. <laughs> and then you should run, uh, run out to the, the Pacific Northwest and go to Ruby Beach. And you will look at all of these rock formations and you will think, I bet there's core rocks up there on all of the different <laughs> rock formations. And it's like, yes. if I could have just climb up there, I bet I'd, I'd pick up a rock or swing around some leaves and I would find a little dude who would give me a seed. So it's a magical place. Magical. Uh, Jeremy, today we are going to be talking about season six, episode five. Gin it up. Yeah, we are. And uh, this episode is uh, a it's got three main plot lines. We have Leslie and the recall campaign and Jam and Dexhart trying to gin up a controversy between her and Donna. And then we also have Tom acting like a crazy person because he's in love with She-Hulk. And then our third plot line is Ron and Ben because uh Ben and Leslie want Ron to be the the god the god the witness to signing their will and uh and Ron doesn't have a will and Ben's like you got to take care of this uh and uh we learn a lot about Ron in that that section and so uh yeah so those are the three main main deals Jeremy which which way should we go first oh man they're all they're all pretty good um Hmm. Let's go with Ron. Let's do it. Starting yeah. with Ron and Ben. All right. Now, uh, Ben, so like I said, he comes into Ron's office to get uh, Ron to be the witness to their will. And uh, he, he recognizes right away that Ron is up to something interesting. And because he's assembling a bow in his office, <laughs> uh, like a bow and arrow, situation. many arrows, yes, like many arrows. Yeah. And, and, uh, Ben's like, Oh, I don't think you should have a weapon in the office. And Ron's response is like anything in my hands is a weapon. And he starts listing things <laughs> that he could kill Ben with. And Ben's like, Oh, all right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So he asks Ron to, uh, sign his will and Ron kind of like, he just laughs, uh, at the idea of a will. Um, and so he's, says that he's had the same will since he was eight years old and it's essentially the will says like to the man or animal who kills me you can have all my stuff and then there's like a weird little symbol system underneath and ben's like what are these symbols 
And Ron says, the man who kills me will know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what is that? Um, and, uh, and, but part of the problem here is like, Ron doesn't want to do a will because lawyers are as bad as the government. Um, and so he's like, I don't need a lawyer to do sort this out. But Ben convinces him uh, that, you know, if you don't have a will, most of your stuff would go to the government. And Ron's like, tell me more about this lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> See, Ben's um, smart. He knows, yeah. he knows where to hit Ron. Right. He knows exactly how to get to, uh, like you, I know you don't want to deal with the, the government at all. And so the lawyer is here to protect you and your stuff from the government. Um, and so, uh, the, the only lawyer in Pawnee is Trevor apparently. <laughs> so, uh, they, <laughs> Which you would think like, like, again, with all of the media outlets, with everything that's happening in Pawnee, all the madness, there would be more than one lawyer. No. Like you would make a fortune there. Yeah. I mean, you could, well, there's two clothing stores now, just now there's Tommy's closet and <laughs> rent a swag. Right. Um, and so there's the, mm -hmm. there, that, I mean, the, the town has a lot of like media, but not a lot of stuff. And that might be why everybody's so angry all the time. <laughs> like, there's nothing here but just to watch how angry we are. Welcome to the 21st century America. Um, and uh, so uh, Ben and Ron go to the lawyer, and Ben thinks that he's going to have some kind of camaraderie with lawyers because lawyers <laughs> and accountants they uh, they recognize you know the value of each other, uh, and and so Ben starts relating to Trevor with puns because that's how he connects to his accountant friends and mm -hmm. trevor just looks at him and says check that account crap at the door wyatt <laughs> as i've said before i just don't like puns <laughs> check that account crap at the door so i love i love trevor so much um and so they start working out the the will and everything and ron gives a ballpark figure on a piece of paper slide it over to trevor uh and uh trevor is like we have way more work to do because this amount of money is a um you know you got to put it into different investments and trusts and all this stuff and it becomes way more complicated than ron wants to do and so he just gives that stupid piece of paper that he's been carrying in his wallet to trevor and is like work it out <laughs> um and uh and he's like what are these symbols and, and Ron's like, I knew there was no reason to fear you. Yep. <laughs> uh, so um, Ben comes back to Ron and uh, and it talks about like, I know what you're thinking. You don't really want to deal with death, but yada, yada, yada. And Ron's like, no, that's not it at all. I don't want to spoil my kids. And um, and so uh, the tension point here is Ron wants his kids to like learn how to be self-reliant and to take care of them, like, you know, earn their way in the world. And uh, he knows that that amount of money would tempt them to not want to do anything. They would never have or, to work again for generations. Yeah. So. Or buy, or buy furniture made of wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you go to the store to buy wooden furniture. <laughs> You're afraid? Uh, uh, That's rich and, people stuff. Yeah. And you know, Ron is not wrong. And his desire to like help his kids be, you know, responsible and self-reliant people. Um, but he's also, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's not his own person anymore. He's married. He has 
kids to think about. And, uh, and so Ben is trying to help him see that, you know, you are not spoiling your kids if you take care of them or, you know, <laughs> you can die, teach your kids a lesson and leave your fortune to the wild boar who, who, uh, gores you to death. <laughs> And as Ben's leaving, Ron's like, I would never die to a boar. <laughs> Wrong again, Ben. So, um, but he convinced him. And so uh, Ron decides to leave 5% of his fortune to the kids. And Ben sees the amount. And finally, it's like, this is 5%. And he's like blown away because it's crazy rich money. Um, and so... Uh, yeah. And then they also are, uh, he, in the will, he says he wants to leave his kids to the most important people in, in his life. Um, Aww. and he starts with the, the major D at Mulligan's and his wife, <laughs> the steakhouse <laughs> in Indianapolis. <laughs> and, um, but he says it's highly likely that they won't be eligible because they're 95 years old. <laughs> So if they can't do it, <laughs> would you and Leslie be willing to, <laughs> which is so great. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And so of course Ben is honored by this and Leslie, I don't think Leslie would have ever let it go to anybody else. Um, so yeah, I love, I love the Ron and Ben dynamic because we have two very different yeah. people and every time they are interacting, we are, um, where Ben is a, a soft liberal man child and, and Ron is a strong libertarian minded, uh, person, man. And so like these two come into contract into contrast so well. Um, so anytime they get to play together in the script, it's like, this is great. This is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that, and, and, you know, again, Ron will kind of strong arm Ben in any situation, but Ben also gets to the heart, the root of the issue about the kids and the family and brings it back to, you know, kind of, kind of the stuff that Ron kind of glazes over because he doesn't think it's important, but deep down once it's brought out by Ben that, Hey, this is, this is really important. So I think that's that ultimately it's like, yes, he was wrong about so many things, but the thing that was the most important thing he was right enough about to make Ron see and change his, his thinking. Yeah. Right. Which, you know, Ron uh, in season one is not one to change his opinion or ideas about anything. And so right. of all the characters in Parks and Rec, as we are walking through now, we're in season six. Ron has, I think, one of the most interesting uh, growth tracks as a character. Because if, from being a isolated, don't mess with me person where who is best friend still they still don't talk sometimes um <laughs> is now like intertwined with these people even if it is begrudgingly um, right but he has like legitimate friends not just workplace proximity associates <laughs> so um yeah so I, I i i love ron in all the ways so yeah so that's their their plot line anything else we're missing in that first section that we talked about no all right. I think he nailed it. All right. Ron, I am, Ron has lots of money, basically. Tons of money. Again, he doesn't know how much money he has, but he knows how many pounds of money he has, which is the coolest sense, sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> um, so, all right. So do you want to hit the Tom and yeah. April line then? Okay. Well, this 
uh, has something to do with, um, we have to mention something in the cold open. So we'll do the cold open, then we'll go into the Tom plotline. So Leslie uh, is gaining in some points in the in the recall polls. Like she is not as it's not a sure thing that she's going to get recalled, um, and so she's feeling positive. And uh, but the problem is they're running so many attack ads and different ways of bringing her down. Um, and one of them is a recall camp uh, recall Leslie Nope farting leslie doll (laughs) so you push it's like i'm leslie nope and just the wettest fart (laughs) that it's just like wow the dude from crazy ira and the douche is like remixing farts for them uh for these dolls it's just so gross (laughs) so it goes on for so long yeah i i love i love that that like when com when shows like this give room for like the lowest level of humor just let it just let it expand and fill the room much like a fart <laughs> literal um, toilet humor yeah it's so great and you know it's such a smart show so many so much of the time i think and then there's times where it's just like no farts are funny <laughs> so let it be um have you ever played with one of those remote control fart machines no. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. Okay. So my we bought one for my dad for his birthday. Because <laughs> why wouldn't we? And uh, <laughs> and so but my friend Brian and I, we were out uh, hanging out and uh, we went to Safeway and we were going to play a game. And the game was you have to put this in your pocket and just walk around. And the other person will have the remote. <laughs> so so it's like just walking around and then all of a sudden like there was a wide range of of randomized fart noises (laughs) so you'd be just we were in high school so you just walk by somebody and just like it could be a little like a little squeaker or could be like a i i'm pretty sure you pooped yourself (laughs) yeah it was pretty amazing those are fun i highly recommend them there's a there's a video online um that it, you should look it up sometime. Leslie Nielsen um, is one. He's he is very 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 funny person. If you've never like looked him up, listener um, was an airplane naked gun, um, and he started off as a serious actor, but then got into some comedy stuff. But one of his favorite things was a remote control um, fart machine. And there's some videos online of him doing like very serious press junket interviews, where he just lets like he triggers them, and then the person like is like doesn't know what to do with it because he plays it so straight <laughs> oh my word <laughs> and again this is a fantastic story by me with with no uh actual any kind of you know anything to back it up but just look it up it's it's amazing leslie nielsen was an absolute treasure absolutely yeah yeah so 100 very very like, funny person just like the straightest delivery of yeah. the most ridiculous things mm-hmm. i loved it yeah rest in power leslie <laughs> yes i love it all right so uh so instead of going negative and because how do you go negative on a don't recall me ad so leslie has a brilliant idea she 
is there's all these recall nope signs. And so she mm-hmm. created <laughs> um, question marks and uh, stickers. 10,000. Yeah, 10,000 question mark stickers and don't <laughs> stickers. And so she wants that people to see, like, if there's a recall nope sign to put a recall nope, put a sticker on it and then answer the question, don't. <laughs> <laughs> And so then Donna is like, why don't you just put don't on all the stickers <laughs> on all the signs? And she's like, oh, yeah, OK, yeah, let's yeah, do that. And, then let's, and April's like, all right, can I have the question mark stickers? She's like, yes, I want to put them on stop signs. And she runs away. <laughs> stop. And now for the rest of the episode, April is there's question marks all over the place. And she puts stickers all for, over the all over the for what? Yeah, no, I was gonna say, and throughout the rest of the season as well. Yes, qu- question mark stickers pop up, right? And so she even makes a bouquet of question mark stickers <laughs> at one point. Like it's it's so funny. And so, um, yeah, I do love that. I want to put them on question on on stop signs. <laughs> stop. And, <laughs> stop. Slow children at play. Um, th- and then throughout throughout the rest of the episode too, the recall Leslie Note people are giving out just tons and tons of branded swag like bottles and neck massagers all sorts of stuff t-shirts and sweatshirts and the leslie's crew is wearing all of like the like like jerry has a sweatshirt later on that says you know recall nope but there's a tiny sticker in the corner that says don't so they're using their opponents all of their merchandise but just slapping the don't sticker on it (laughs) right it's so it's it's probably one of the best visual gags in the entire series in my opinion and they don't draw a lot of attention to no, it. It's just there. It's like, yeah, well, we already have the stickers, so <laughs> let's go for it. <laughs> I saw a, uh, there's a sticker by my kid's elementary school on a stop sign. Um, and it, it's, uh, it's a protest, I think, I hope. But it's a stop, it's an Infowars sticker under the stop. So it's like, stop Infowars. Like, oh. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I hope I've I seen- appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the one that says stop and it says eating animals. Um, probably the best stop sign or the, the best sign sticker graffiti that I've, I've ever seen was back in the nineties, just because to put context around it. And it was, you know, you come to a T intersection and there's the big yellow sign that has the arrows that go left and right. Mm-hmm. Somebody built two stickers that made it look like the Batman symbol, just like the top of the cowl and the bottom <laughs> of the tail yes. and put oh, it brilliant. Yeah. That's funny. That is funny. I also like the stop hammer time. (laughs) We should never stop hammer time. (laughs) No, but it's just part of the song. Stop. Oh, yeah. Hammer time. Sure. Um, So, yeah. And then I just hammer down the gas pedal. That's how I take it. (laughs) Just fly right through that school zone. That's right. Uh, So, yeah. So Leslie's going to have those stickers. uh, And when we get to the after the credits, uh, she's working at the check in desk and it's totally covered with stickers. Um, right. And Tatiana Mas- Maslani, Maslani? Mm-hmm. she is a guest yeah. star on this episode. Um, and uh, a listener, you may recognize her from Orphan Black as well as She-Hulk. Um, and so she's a guest and she, she her name is Nadia and she is a doctor with Doctors Without Borders. And they are going to do a um, vaccination clinic in Pawnee because they have more West Nile virus in Pawnee than the actual West Nile region of the world. And so <laughs> they're trying to help them. And so she's trying to reserve a room. 
and uh, she's it's a very it's a pretty close shot on uh on april and uh nadia and then it zooms out a little bit and then she's like is he always like this and it zooms out a little bit and there's tom like just staring and like looking <laughs> at uh at nadia with like infatuation um and uh and so he he starts talking and out comes a british accent <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh so, uh, yeah, so now he has to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and April's reaction is like, w- yes, I'm here for all- everything that's happening right now. Yeah, yeah, everything. She's like, I'm not going to make any mention of it. I'm not going to sit and try to help. It's like, nope, he's he's going to do this now. Uh, so they, uh, Tom offers to help Nadia through the whole process. They go into the conference room um, and she's filling out the forms uh, and uh, he's still maintaining the the british accent and uh then he's like oh wait there's a different form that you have to fill out because she's done and he's like i i'm trying to keep her here and uh and so he gives her like a much more complicated form to rent a hanger um uh and so yeah it almost sounds made up yeah um and so he leaves her to fill out the form and april's like what are you doing (laughs) <laughs> so you've gone crazy <laughs> and, and he's like I, fun. now i have this accent and i don't know what to do about it I, and she's like well you're gonna do that for the rest of your life <laughs> so uh he means she'd with, marry me <laughs> like that's what he took away from yeah. it like that's yeah. that's <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance um and so i think tom would like if he thought he could like done yeah yeah i can do this but he's like no you have to figure out out a way to make it go away so he comes back with coffee order and no accent <laughs> and she's like what happened to your accent he's like huh it's weird it must have been i had a cold and it gave me an accent which is <laughs> the dumbest thing i've ever heard the old um, british flu yeah and so um yeah so he tries to again try to slow her down with bureaucracy and fruit and dj roomba <laughs> <laughs> Because we got to make like set, now <laughs> to make a little bit of a party vibe while she's filling out the paperwork. Um, mm-hmm. And then, and then also as we, Tom keeps coming back and forth, he keeps changing his clothes and <laughs> trying to uh, <laughs> impress her uh, with different wardrobe. Uh, and, uh, and then Nadia um, finished the rental form. Um, and she's like, Oh, you're all crazy. <laughs> At one point, uh, Tom also says, I'd love to help you with this. I'd come down and I'll do some of the vaccinations. And she's like, Oh, are you a doctor? You're like, uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's all bad. It's all bad. It's all cringy. And it is, uh, it is very funny. Um, and, uh, so she leaves and Tom, uh, it brings April along to they go to the hospital to try to like smooth it over with Nadia and um and April it you know April never wants to do anything but she also comes along and like actually helps Tom like sort through all of this stuff by representing Tom to Nadia <laughs> and they're having a whole conversation about Tom and he is like frozen in cringe because like she april is like telling him the truth it's like no he's he's weird but he's really sweet and and like he's like the whole time is like totally like rigor mortis like he's dying there um and uh and nadia finally just like well he is cute i'll go out with him well i mean what the heck i'm leaving the country <laughs> so it's like i'm going to rwanda <laughs> so it doesn't matter um and uh and april's like dude you're so far out of his league there's literally no pressure like there's you yes. can't lose Right. 
So yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. So now she's going to be in the next couple episodes, one episode at least anyway. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah. So I had never seen this actor before this episode. And, and so then to see like, I don't know if she, what else she had done before being in this, but she was an orphan black, which I've never seen, but I hear it's, it's really, amazing. It's really good. Yeah. So I'll yeah, have, she plays I'll, like four, four different characters. And they're all very different. And she, she, I think she pulls it off really well. Well, I'll have to check it out. But I very, yeah. I did really enjoy her in She-Hulk. So I have not seen that yet either. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's funny. There are funny things. So she, she was also in the Perry Mason series. Oh, the one, um, the, the gritty Perry Mason series. Yeah. And she was, she was fantastic in it. Like I actually okay. really, I like that show. Um, but yeah, it was a lot more noir gritty. Um, but she was, she was really great. So All she's, right. she's strong. And what's really, it's kind of funny. This was in the IMDb trivia, but somebody pointed out that she's a Canadian actress and an orphan black. She has a, plays a character with a British accent. And in this one, Tom is, has a fake British accent. So there you go. Yeah. Synergy huh. lemon. Synergy. I do wonder though if he defaulted to that because of like uh having a British accent because there are there are so many times like where you encounter somebody from India and like I don't know about you and and this may sound very insensitive what I'm about to say but there are times where I encounter somebody who looks like they are from India but then I'm expecting an Indian accent and then a British accent comes out of their mouth. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that wasn't exactly what I was expecting um, because, you know, British colonialism, yada, yada, yada. A lot of, Brit- a lot of Indian yeah. people live in, in, imperialism. in England. Yeah. Um, uh, and so like those, uh, like the, the, the range of accents are, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, but then also like, the new prime minister of the UK is of Indian descent and he has a British accent, you know? And so it's like, what? I, I don't. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. Broken brain. Yeah. You know, it just goes to say, you can't judge a, a person by, by their, their accent. accent. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, that fake. old chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got to run out of an air, airplane hangar, you know, <laughs> and na- name your fake, uh, airline jet blue Ivy because yeah. why not? Right. Which is one of the things where it's like, yes, this lady, she would love Tom. <laughs> well, even and even in the beginning, when um, going back to when she first introduces herself to or tries to get the, the spot at the park and April's like, oh, sorry, there's a new rule. We only give it out to witches, covens and um, people who do slip and slide competitions. Which one are you like super sarcastically? And then yeah. she just fires right back. Oh, the slip and slide competition. It was like, oh, seriously? <laughs> it's like, no, how would you even judge that? <laughs> it's, it's so great. Like just stride for stride. She's great. She's she's like matching all of these personalities so well. Right. Yeah. She's a great brief addition to this series. So yeah. Um yeah. I is the next episode where they play the hunting video game. Oh man, I love that episode. Anyway, um so that's uh, the Tom and, and April and Nadia line. So let's jump yeah. over to Leslie working the recall situation. Um, and she is at a like in the council chambers with just the meeting of the council. Um, and Jam and Dexart are stopping all of her bills and um, 
the other guy, the old man. Oh, what's his name? I'm, I'm spacing. Milton. Milton's just sleeping through the whole thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, and Hauser doesn't really seem to have any power in, in controlling their craziness. Um, but Jam and Dexart, they're stopping all of her bills. They're trying to table it for the next time so that she can't do anything because all they really want to do is prove how ineffective she is as they are working, partnering with the recall folks. Um, because right. they don't and like if they, if they take right and if they take long enough and she gets recalled and they don't have to deal with any of her bills anymore or her yeah yeah things that she's trying to pass so uh so she's frustrated but then there's trouble with the parks and rec twitter account chris comes running in and then and uh tells her like somebody may have posted uh on accident um and then it cuts to purd outside the the outside of city hall um, telling everybody that there is a new scandal and we're calling it Twitter Watergate until we get a better name for it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And so Jam then is having a press conference talking about all of the terrible things that are happening that are, but not actually saying anything, which is most of the time politicians <laughs> get up and say, start moving their mouth. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it is. It is wonderful nonsense what Jam says. Um, but Donna is the one who uh, accidentally tweeted something that was inappropriate. Um, and so Leslie is trying to sort out what happened there. Um, and uh, yeah, Chris is trying to explain, like decipher the Twitter speak. <laughs> so, <laughs> in, <laughs> which you know i know there's young get, listeners it's uh, a little personal so i'm not going to get into all the things but he's like decide deciphering he's like hmm interesting feelings i'm having <laughs> so <laughs> uh yeah but uh and, but don is like not to give you a peek into my personal life but that could have been way worse <laughs> <laughs> I I really enjoyed this episode just from even just the Donna aspect. I say even because she's not usually featured as much in the episode. So the fact that she's a bigger part of it, it shows like they haven't really explored Retta's character, you know, a lot and just showing right. how well she acts. Like she was she was so good in this episode. Um she's great in all of the episodes, but the more Donna we get, that's always a good episode. Right. Yeah. She's so funny. She's so funny. <laughs> Um, and so after the press conference and Jeremy is saying like, uh, you know, I'm going to say what he says, <laughs> uh, tongue baths, eggplants, firemen, those men are heroes who deserve respect. 9-11. <laughs> this is how Leslie Nope runs her parks department. We're going to hold hearing after hearing until we are satisfied. This will be blown way out of proportion. You have my <laughs> word on it. <laughs> so, um, accurate. Oh man, I'm. Everybody, please vote. Anyway, um, so the uh, Donna is worried she's going to get fired. It's like no one's going to get fired. He's trying to, to, you know, take me down and all of my friends in the process. And we're not going to let it happen. Um, and uh, Chris is like her hype man here. She's like, not on my watch. And Chris is like, not on her watch. He's not going to slowly be your name. No souling allowed. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Donna. Uh, and uh, and so <laughs> we're going to nip this in the bud. Guard your buds because they're about to get nipped. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Chris is having a, a day. Um, and so they go to a hearing 
Um, and Jeremy Jam is uh, saying, says right out the bat, these hearings have two goals. One, to find out exactly how this offensive tweet came to be sent. And two, to turn this whole thing into a media circus. Um, and so <laughs> they're interrogating Leslie. Um, and Leslie explains that, you know, a Parks Rec employee forgot to sign out and they posted uh, something personal. And that's what happened. Uh, and Jeremy's like, stop stonewalling. What happened here? It's like, well, I just told you. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, Jeremy is due, so good. Due, and due to Leslie's intraxidents, we may <laughs> never find out what happens. <laughs> Not a word. <laughs> intraxidents. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Jeremy is um, is trying to push back and saying, like, this is you know, you're saying this is just an unfortunate mistake, but you know, it was some, uh, somebody probably was hacked, but now it's a mistake. So you're flip-flopping and that's like, well, it's cause I have new information. I used to think chocolate milk came from brown cows. <laughs> and then I learned about chocolate syrup. So I flip-flopped <laughs> <laughs> and realized that it's not from brown cows. Um, so good. Yeah. Which it's, o- man. it's, it's okay to change your mind with new and accurate information. What? It's okay. What? It's okay. Everybody. It, it is, is okay. I know. I know. We, if you've ever just been like, I can't. Yes, you can. It's okay. Parks and Conversation gives you permission. Yeah. We are okay with people changing their minds. Yeah. Vote with for us. <laughs> with when, when you're receiving credible, accurate information is all I'm saying. Yeah. Check yeah. your sources. Yeah. Always verify, verify, verify. Um, so the, uh, yeah. And Jeremy Jam if- is, what's that? Oh, I was just, yeah, I was just gonna say Jeremy Jam because or else we get people who want to make scandals um, that look like, you know, scandals like Benghazi look like Watergate. <laughs> so <laughs> got to be careful. Oh, my word. Um, yeah. So uh, and then Dex Art starts asking questions as well. Like we, uh, Jeremy's like, we need to get to this unnamed employee. Uh, and Dex Art is like, or them. It could be a bunch of hot ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dex Art. Because <laughs> oh, he's such a sleaze. Um, and so they then uh call Don Amigo. Mm-hmm. Uh and Dex Art says is first, he says, I'm a let me first say I'm a big fan of your writing. <laughs> it's Remember really the, good the, stuff. The tweets. <laughs> <laughs> so um and really uh, good. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> and Leslie's like, uh, does anybody else see the double standard? Councilman Dexhart is currently being sued by two different women for sexual harassment, one of whom was the judge in the first woman's trial. And Dexhart's like, she was talking dirty to me. <laughs> she's the like, she's reading the all- emails you sent. Emails. <laughs> <laughs> so Dexhart. Um, yeah. So Jeremy uh, is like, well, we. Uh, know that there are more tweets like this from Donna. Uh, and Donna's like, my pr- account is set to private. And Jeremy's like, well, we know who, what else you've been writing because we found it via a third party. And Jeremy with his perm, same hairdresser. And it's Typhoon. <laughs> typhoon. Typhoon. And she got typhooned. And Donna looks at him like, why'd you do this? Like, maybe you'd bother to come to my great Gatsby brunch. You'd know. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so now they are able to read Donna's tweets and many of these tweets tweets are uh, talking about how annoyed she is with Leslie and talking about Leslie's overzealous work ethic. Um, So, um, yeah, 
and Leslie is kind of Leslie offended. Feels, yeah, she's betrayed. She feels betrayed. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it's like, why would you do this? You th- really think I'm annoying? Um, and, uh, and Donna's like, I thought that was your thing. <laughs> I thought annoying was your thing. <laughs> no, she likes to make friendship bracelets and, you know, dance like nobody's watching and, and come in with really cool nicknames. And you of all people should know that El Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great nickname. Which then, uh, <laughs> which is a great nickname. And I think, wasn't, wasn't that in a uh, Talladega Nights? as well when they changed like from shake and bake and then they split off and he's like yeah i'm going with el diablo and i was like oh that's a really cool name yeah i know thanks man <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry i, I didn't tell nice is hilarious to me so oh uh, that's funny um yeah so moving on leslie is uh offended and um so <laughs> jeremy calls the meeting to a close like i think we've done a lot of good work here today um <laughs> and uh and Leslie, uh, you know, Chris, is like, I'm sorry, I can't postpone these hearings. Um, and Leslie asks him, do you think I'm annoying? And he says, no, <laughs> I don't think you're annoying. But I do think you uh, ask a lot of the people you work with and that the people do what you ask because they love you. But I also think that driving people as hard as you do can ruffle some feathers. Um, <laughs> I have, yeah, which, which goes I back to like things. Donna. I like <laughs> thinking and racquetball. <laughs> <laughs> now who's annoying? <laughs> But yeah, it goes back to, oh, just, yeah, go back to the, when she's talking to her at the uh, hearing and, and she's like, no, I mean, and Donna's like, the, the only reason why I'm on, even on Twitter is to blow off steam and to tweet stuff to guys on there. And, and, and right. Donna's like, do you really think I hate you? You know, after everything we've been through the last 10 years and even Leslie's like, I honestly don't know anymore, which, ouch. Right. And you come know, on, that's, Leslie. I mean, Leslie should know that Donna's got her back. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they'll work it out. Um, but cause Chris, uh, Chris shows her some other tweets, right. About how awesome Leslie is and how, uh, even when people try to take her down, she is, you know, still a boss, you know? And so like, there's nothing to, um, yeah, she doesn't have to worry about Donna, uh, and her actual attitude, but you know, Twitter, I don't know if anybody knows this, but Twitter is a terrible place to build relationships and base anything mm. about those relationships in reality. Just FYI. Um, so I will say this, though. This episode made me think about when Twitter first came out. And I had a boss who was trying to figure out how to be good at Twitter. Um, <laughs> and he is the only person that I have ever uh, set up to send me automatic. <laughs> updates like push notifications when he <laughs> tweeted because i was like i i just don't need to know like what he's saying because <laughs> like part of my job was to, like, make do, sure that, do some damage control exactly like I, I was like hey you probably shouldn't say that <laughs> so you, you might want to yeah. take that down <laughs> you, need to, and, you needed to set him up with a creed with a creed uh google doc yeah creed dots dot blogspot dot creed dots dot gov <laughs> So, yeah, it was that was I mean, it's really one of those things, though, like having access to multiple Twitter accounts too. like that you should definitely know, like you you shouldn't you shouldn't, first of all, tweet things that you don't want on any Twitter account to show up. Um, But like that kind of security uh, around like accidentally logging out of an account and saying something representing Mm -hmm. an organization like 
you get fired for that in real life. Um, right. And so, you know, this was a real situation. There was a, a story of a journalist around the time this came out who was going to a developing nation. And she wrote something as she's boarding the plane, going to this place, hope I don't die when I get there. Some, something along those lines. And by the time she, so then she put her phone in airplane mode. By the time she landed, turned her phone back on, she found out she was fired. <laughs> so, wow. like, yeah, like those kinds of things are, uh, you know, words matter. And so as we are working through into this, this future hellscape where Elon Musk owns Twitter, we have to recognize words still matter and uh, <laughs> people are terrible. What's so. your what's your over under on Twitter still being around in I don't know one to two years? I don't know. The only thing I really want it for anymore is trash talking Russell Wilson. <laughs> that's yeah, all I it's want. pretty good for that. And <laughs> finding and finding other memes and things of people trash talking Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's all I want. <laughs> it's working very very well so far. <laughs> it's been great. Last week was a bit of an anomaly because they won, but it was against the Jaguars. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure they're right. going to come crashing back down to earth real soon. Let's roll. Um, <laughs> so, let's, let's ride. That's right. Let's ride. Um, yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> I feel so petty <laughs> when I say stuff it's like true. this. Yeah. But, <laughs> and that's the I thing. Can't. At least we call it out. At least we say it like, yeah, we're petty, but it's fun. Well, like with Donna is like, I go on Twitter to blow off steam. And like, that's literally like all I really want. All I'm looking for are like Mariners memes. And Seahawks memes and people making fun of Russell Wilson and his practicing high fives on the practice field or standing out at the middle of Lumen Field with his arms extended, soaking up the vibes like what is happening right now? (laughs) So, yeah. And now he's not our quarterback, so I don't have to try to protect him. <laughs> there you go. Just like his offensive line did. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Sports talk for a minute. Did you see the That's press right. conference with the three uh, with oh, Gino yeah. and Tyler Lockett and DK well, and Tyler said they said like, well, how do you uh, co- like what do you attribute this to like your current success? And he says it's amazing what happens when nobody tries to take the credit. And yeah. uh, everyone's and that, like, and that's why that's why I think this podcast is so successful. Yeah, I mean it's amazing, and we barely want to put our names on it. So. <laughs> Yeah, we're like the anti-credit. No, it's just, it's just this is Jason's idea. Yeah, you did send a. Uh, uh, we're in a group chat, listener Jeremy and myself and my brother-in-law Takashi and my actual brother Ken and uh, my dad. <laughs> it's a great group. We're in a group chat, basically just like ragging on Russell Wilson and celebrating Seahawks <laughs> victories, and uh, um, and Jeremy was like, Ken. Please do a podcast about the Seattle Sea Dragons. <laughs> and you're like, which, which maybe I is will. an XFL team. <laughs> and I'm well, like, I'm trying to, and I'm trying to, dra- I'm trying to drag you into it. So I know I, like, I don't have time to do another podcast. I barely have time to do this podcast. Um, but uh, not that yeah. anyone could tell. <laughs> I spend hours not editing this. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but it was, you know, it's one of those things where it's like there are times where. You know, all you got to do, all you got in this world is sports and blowing off steam. And that's a great place yeah. for Twitter. So, um, yeah. So Leslie and Donna, they make up and then they uh, refuse to participate in any other hearings because uh, they don't need to. They're going to keep 
<laughs> they're going to keep doing their thing and governing the way they're supposed to. Um, and uh, uh, so they, but I do love when they go back into a, uh, a hearing and Jeremy Jam says, everyone take your seats. So this witch hunt may proceed as scheduled. Speaking <laughs> of where are the witches? <laughs> um, and so, but they're just like, we're out of here. Um, we're not going to participate in any of this. And as they're leaving, uh, Typhoon is there. He's like, Donna, quit punishing me. I miss you. <laughs> and she's like, uh-uh, Typhoon. Or should I say Norman? <laughs> His real name. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's a own on Typhoon who betrayed her. Typhoon will come back later. Yeah, he will. Uh, as a hairdresser for Ron. <laughs> Tell me more about Euro Trash. <laughs> I love it. And then later, it. later on an airplane with Gregory. Gregory. Do you have any regrets? Thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but this this is a fun episode. It's a great. I I really like this episode. We get some growth with Ron. We get some Tom being crazy and uh, April being supportive and Donna and Leslie coming together, turning the witch witch hunt on its head. So good, and some purd for Twitter Watergate. So until they can find a snap your name, yeah. And the Chiron says, (laughs) yeah, it just says Twitter Watergate underneath. Nope to answer for filthy tweet. <laughs> it's, like, it's not even her tweet. So, um, oh, whoa. I just found all these stills from, that uh, uh, IMDB has. This is great. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I didn't realize that was a feature. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, but this episode rated at, uh, what was it rated at? Where are we at? A paltry 7.7. 7.7, which I yeah. just disagree disagree imdb so i don't know how to rate it better but whatever everybody vote that is all well like politically (laughs) i mean you could vote on imdb but mostly like like go vote locally i do do really want people to remember to vote it's election season right now if it's not currently election season as you're listening to this don't vote i don't want you to go to jail um but Uh you know we have the opportunity to to vote to shape the government that we live in the people and to try to help people not have craziness. Do you want more Jeremy Jams? I don't. And we have too many now. So please go vote. Go vote. Uh, so we got sports. We got political. Let me talk about money. <laughs> no, I won't. Uh, I'll save that for another time. I mean, we talked a little bit about money like, you know. Setting up a will and how much, how many pounds of money do you have? And speaking of politics, next week is filibuster. Yes. This is the, this is a great episode. Yeah. All right. Okay. This is the one with the, uh, the video game because they're at the roller rink and yeah. Yes. All right. I'm excited. All right. Well, until, (laughs) until then listener. Oh, wait, we didn't talk about food. What about food? I don't know. We always say something about food. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm getting the handle on my 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 fasting, so I'm not as hungry in the morning <laughs> that we record. So I think uh, that might be why I didn't talk about food today. But now I'm thinking about food. I know. And I have well, two see hours you for Mexican tonight. I, I know. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess until next week. Yes, listener. If you have any questions or comments or feedback, please 
keep it to yourself. No, email us, <laughs> parksandconversation at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you. And please tell your friends about this show. Maybe not this episode, but the general show. Let them know like, hey, I love Parks and Rec and I care about you. And I see that you're sad and uh, I want you to be less sad. So listen to this podcast. It will help you see like, yeah, at least you're not struggling like they are. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah. All right. And uh, yeah, rate and review, all that stuff. Yada, 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 podcasting. And we don't have ads. Bye.